Hello and welcome to the Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the stories, and the insights from business owners. My name is John Cashier Rice, and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I am your local Federation of Small Business Membership Advisor, meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today, we have Alec with us. Hello. Hello, John. How are you doing? Yeah, excellent. Thanks. Thanks for joining us, taking the time out of your day to do this. No problem at all. No, glad, glad, glad to be here. I've, um, I've sort of strangely, it's kind of been, I've been asked to do uh, a few of this kind of thing over the last sort of two or three weeks. So I've been on a couple of uh, kind of online um, webinars, like property property webinars as well. Um, it all seems to sort of be coming at once. But uh, no, no, happy to do it. It's always uh, interesting to uh, chat property. Yes, a man in demand. <laughs> so tell us about your business. Yeah, so I've actually got uh, two uh, two businesses, so two 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 sides to things. Really, uh, I have an environmental consultancy uh, called Artisan Environmental, uh, and uh, within that company, we help clients with uh, things like uh, contaminated land, uh, asbestos surveys, that kind of thing. So, sort of environmental surveying and risk management. And um, for my property side of, uh, of things which is kind of separate it's sort of separate with regards to my business and what I do um, I've been in property um, similar sort of amount of time as after that actually I sort of started in both uh, about 15 years ago about 2005 um, and property uh, I've, I've done a whole kind of range of things from small individual uh, flips buy to lets um, flips and sales auction purchases. Um, I also had a construction company for five years, kind of in the middle of this, which, um, you know, during which time I uh, did a range of extensions, refurbs, and uh, even up to kind of new builds. We built a, a new build, Timberframe Golf Clubhouse for a, a private college, which was uh, amazing. You know, it was amazing sort of experience to be involved in in a project it was sort of design and build uh, had Briam on it and so it's, it's quite kind of quite complicated but really 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 interesting to to do as well so yeah that's how I kind of split split my time really between between top property and uh and my consultancy artisan fabulous I'm always interested in people's journeys of how they got to where they they've got to are you happy to share some of your journey with us uh yeah of course of course um so I've got a science background. I started off um, in, I think, through kind of a love, I think, of science, nature, and also scuba diving at the time. I thought um, degree-wise, marine biology would be a, a good, uh, a good kind of career move, and um, really kind of enjoyed that. And start with, um, you know, there wasn't really kind of any long-term vision. I think at that age, they, I think the majority of people don't really have a clue, do they, of, <laughs> of kind of where they're going. Um, but um, you know that I enjoyed the degree, and there was lots of opportunity. There was, you know, trips to Indonesia and diving and things, kind of uh, not as part of the degree, but I you know, did alongside. And um, came out of that, and I did do uh, a year uh, in kind of the field. Um, I did. A, I was a project manager um, for a very small company based over by Forty Power Station, sort of south by Southampton, Worcester, uh, and we made and installed acoustic fish deterrent systems which was a little little bit different yes acoustic fish <laughs> deterrent systems never heard yes. of that <laughs> <laughs> no no so it's not uh, yeah one of your mainstream kind of services or, or, or products um 
basically it's uh, a, a series of underwater speakers that make a, a, a sort of whoop whoop kind of noise that, that, that fish don't like and you put them in sort of places like the entrances to you know, inlets to power stations anywhere where you're kind of sucking in extracting water right. and you don't want fish to get sucked in there too so the idea is it scares the fish away and you have <clears throat> less fish or hopefully no fish that are getting, getting <laughs> going the wrong way. Uh, yes. Okay. So I did that for a year. Uh, the, the kind of the company and more so the management director kind of myself kind of parted ways, decided to part ways. And I signed on with an agency. So and I'm getting into what I do on the the artisan, the environmental and that consultancy side was kind of coincidental, really. Um, I think the brief with the agency was look for something sort of scientific related for me, ideally. And they came back and said, oh, well, we've got this uh, role doing asbestos analytical work. And I think, you know, like probably the majority of uh, people in their early 20s, back in the early 2000s, I never heard of asbestos, didn't have a clue what it was, but I thought it sounded intriguing. So I thought I'd, um, yeah, you know, give that a go. So I, I worked for, a, for, this, for another company for three years doing, it, that was kind of all asbestos focused. So we, we did um, start for that was doing analytical side of doing air testing and things. So when they remove asbestos and they build up their big polythene tents with airlocks and extract units and go in with their Ghostbuster outfit, um, I would go in tail end of that and uh, do, you know, check they've done it all properly, do a visual inspection, run air tests to check that the, the airborne fiber levels are below the safety limits. And then, you know, assuming it's all done properly and all clear, would uh, then allow them to uh, take down the enclosure and finish up the job. Um, and that was a big kind of part of, of, of kind of what I did over a chunk of that time. And then I started getting into uh, surveying uh, and actually looking for the stuff. And after about three years, uh, I think the, the, the business entrepreneurial side of me really, really kind of started to nag and kick in. So I, um, you know, I kind of just really sort of felt this urge that I, I could be doing a better job, um, wanted to work for myself, wanted to do it better, help clients, um, you know, be, and, and, I think I think that typical kind of entrepreneurial business side of things um, kicked in. So uh, I started up my own company, sort of spare, spare bedroom, spare time at the weekends. Uh, handed in uh, my my notice uh, there, and then kind of built the the business from there. So that's kind of you know where 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 artisan originated, sort of back in my my spare bedroom in two thousand and five. And on the property side, has always been I've always been interested in property old buildings, architecture, uh, you know, I've just always had like a kind of a love for, for property and, and construction, not quite sure where that came from. But, uh, you know, back when I, at, around that kind of time, at the same time, I've never really kind of had a, uh, with my limited sort of financial knowledge and education, sort of didn't really have any trust in the typical pension kind of system. So I kind of always looks towards property as uh, you know as one kind of most likely route to uh to, to longer term passive income and a pension so uh you know soon after i'd started artisan i started looking into property and that's when i sort of did my first little i did jv with a friend bought a flat and and just built from there over the time really and i think that's where i started other kind of companies and run other companies in the mid meantime i've had a architectural design company and a building company for five years and alongside that my own um my own sort of developments conversions purchases and investments as i said uh so really kind of yeah up until the latest kind of project was a 
a JV commercial conversion of an office to to four houses, uh, which we finished tail end of last year, sort of just just coming into elections, Christmas, Brexit, <laughs> but perfect time to be selling them. But um, you know, it's, it's actually all gone gone really well, and they're all sold now. Oh, fabulous! So, what I like about that story is that um, a you never know where life and business is going to take you, and that. Uh, really? So sometimes you've, you've got to kind of run different businesses to get to where you're running the one that is working for you. Yeah, yeah, no, def- absolutely. Um, I think try, you know, you, you have to try a few things, try lots of, you know, don't be scared to make mistakes and learn from mistakes. And that's, I think that's a huge part of that one in, in trying the business and finding your feet and, and what you're passionate about and what, you know, what business you want to be in and, and why. Um, and then also the actual, all of the processes involved with starting, running, managing and growing that businesses as well. And, you know, and mistakes and things and everything that you learn along that journey. Um, you know, I, I think I'm getting there now with my, my why and everything. But, uh, you know, I'm 40 now and it's, I'm, I'm certainly still not fully there. It's an ongoing journey, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. So one of the things you said there is learning from your mistakes. Have you got an example of that? Um, yeah, um, so I think probably one of the biggest things I've found, um, so I could start, start, my, my brain was split to, um, my, my, my consultancy business and property. So <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll start with the, um, with the consultancy. Um, and I think with that, it was doing, trying to do everything or too much or everything myself. Um, and you know, I think it's taken me a long, long time to, to realize that, that that is a mistake. That is the wrong way of doing. So it's not a, you know, a tragic mistake as such, but you know, it's, it is something that, that you need to do differently to be successful and really kind of scale and grow a business. You know, you can't do everything yourself. Um, and you know, the same in property really, um, I had a mixture sort of trying to do too much myself, both managing projects, hand on, hand, being hands on as well, which is great with learning. I think it's quite, it's kind of important for your at least you know your very first flips and your first projects to to be hands on and learn the process, so you're in a good position to you know work with and manage other people later on and understand what they're doing. Uh, but then, as quickly as you can, kind of move to uh, you know to to to, to then outsourcing leveraging working with other people and you know and their their expertise and working with people who who do what they do well rather than trying to do it all yourself yeah well that, that's a sound tip i think there's a, there's gonna be a whole lot of people, business owners either remembering themselves going through that stage or or actually going through that stage where they want to do everything themselves but finding actually i shouldn't be yeah yeah no, that's it definitely and it's it's taken me far far too long to to, to kind of really cut you know realize that and come to that conclusion you know i've been in both both the business and property for 15 years and it's really only the last couple of years which uh i've really kind of come to, you know been coming to grips come to terms with that and, and get, getting to grips with that concept and um i think you know that started off with with kind of reading the right stuff, the right education, really um, started off with that that cliche, rich dad, poor dad. <laughs> oh, it's a good book. <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah, it's a good book. And but that kind of really, really changed my mindset. And from there, I just went on a, a bender of kind of educational reading, listening to you know educational 
property, business, finance, mindsets, books, you know, every all spare time I had while I was driving at the gym, walking the dog, um, listening to podcasts um, and, you know, whatever kind of educational kind of uh, food I could get, get kind of what, you know, in, in that and really kind of leveraging that through time uh, or, or sort of, you know, time that you could do that. Yeah. Um, and it's come and full circle you're on on a podcast so with others. <laughs> it does, i guess yeah it just tends to do that doesn't it i guess if you you if you uh read it and then start to live it enough then i guess yeah it's nice to work towards the bit being in a position where you can kind of help, help, help others in that journey as well yes well i'm a big advocate for that because my uh, company i run is a training company so i do believe people you know the best investment you can make is in your education yeah yeah definitely what sort of training is, is that in uh, personal and professional growth, basically communication skills. Okay, good stuff. Good stuff. How how long has that that, that, that been going? Is that oh, you turned of, the title me. It's been going for twenty years now. So what's been a real pleasure? It's taken me around the world, and uh, I've worked with companies that is a one man band. You think I would never get into there? I've had partnerships with Jaguar Land Rover. Uh, it's it's been wow. a blast. Yeah, so you you, you, you uh, kind of came to the the right conclusion with how to kind of grow and, and leverage a little bit bit earlier than I did, so more than a couple of years ago, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, if somebody's interested in the sort of seeking out either your consultancy with the environmental, or maybe talk to you about property, how would they do that, Alec? Uh, yes, yeah, so consultancy wise, um, you know, if, if you're an investor, developer, and um, you know, it's always worth looking at land contamination asbestos and that kind of thing as part of due diligence if you're buying a property then of course if you're doing any work you need to have a survey done and kind of all that jazz so you know it's something we can kind of really help you with knowing the uh, uh the property side of things as well you know we can really help kind of integrate things into your schedule of works and can give you kind of the best kind of value uh, that we can um so our we actually just launched a new website and we've just rebranded you know historic up until literally a couple of months ago we've been artisan surveyors but we're just kind of rebranding as artisan environmental which we kind of feel sort of the better name for our growing consultancy and um so we've, we've got a new website uh, which is artisanenvironmental.co.uk and you can reach uh, me uh, on my email which is uh, alec at artisanenvironmental.co.uk uh, I'm also on on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook. So um, yeah, sort of look me up on on there. Um, uh, Alex Smith. Uh, it's Alec with a C, or <laughs> uh, Alex. And um, you know, I mean, I, I don't know whether um, giving out mobile numbers is good. I'm happy to. But <laughs> if you, it's, it's totally whatever you're most comfortable doing. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, sort of certainly for the consultancy side, um, our our landline, um, which is. Um, We've got a couple, so 023809825982. Um, you know that well. That that will get you, get you through to the office. Um, you know, so if you've got any queries on the the Lancaster or, or asbestos side of things, um, and you know you can get get hold of me through through that way as well. Fabulous. And we'll put all your details on our website, so it makes it easier for people to click through. Great. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing your story and about your business and uh, your journey. Pleasure. Thank you for having me on, John. Oh, it's been great. It's been great. If you know of any other business owners, entrepreneurs, that'd be great for the podcast. Please do let me know. No, shall do. Shall do. Do a fair bit of networking. So hopefully I'll be able to send some people your way. Fabulous. So this has been a podcast for business owners by business owners. And until next time, talk to you soon. 
the Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners such as employment protection, navigating the complex, time-consuming and cost of employment protection for each of our members. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk